welcome to Baptist Perspective with Jimmy Barber. Whether you're listening while driving home from work, sitting with a hot cup of coffee, or making dinner, we hope this podcast will be thought-provoking and edifying. Now, here with today's episode is Jimmy Barber. It is unthinkable that someone would set out to do something and not have a purpose behind it. How much more unthinkable to believe that God determined to create the world and ordain salvation without a purpose. It is often portrayed that God created the universe, but because of the fall of man, he adapted a new plan so that man might retrieve himself from his fallen condition. In developing such a scheme, one either forgets the nature of God or he is willing or he willingly refuses to believe God to be who he is. The scriptures plainly teach that God has many attributes, and some of these attributes reside solely in him. Let us consider three of them at this time. Omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence. Omniscience is that God knows all things. This does not mean that God knows everything that is going on at one time. No, it is greater than that. God knows everything that has happened, everything that is happening, and everything that will happen. The psalmist said, quote, Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Thou compasseth my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Psalm 139, verses 2 and 4. Note well, God not only knows when we, when we sit down or lie down, but he knows when we get up. God not only knows when we say a thing, but he knows what we think, and that before we think a thing. When compiled with this, with every human being, and even all the angelic host, both good and bad, what have been in the past and shall be in the future, that exponentially that is exponentially profound, to say the least, because both the saved and the unsaved will continue to think in eternity. That is a lot of knowledge. That is God. However, that is not all. God not only knows all events and thoughts of the whole creation, but God also notes everything that could happen that does not happen. God knows all contingencies. In 1 Samuel chapter 23, David saved the city of Keilah from the Philistines. King Saul discovered that David was in Keilah and planned to go destroy the city and capture David. When David discovered the plan of Saul, he asked the Lord if the city of Keilah would turn David over to Saul, and the Lord told David, quote, They will deliver thee up 
End of quote. 1 Samuel 23, 12. David left the city and escaped the hand of Saul. Therefore, we see that God not only knows everything that happens, but he knows every possibility, or as before stated, God knows all contingencies. Obviously, to any Bible reader, such examples and scriptural references can be multiplied to verify this truth. There are many good books on the attributes of God that one can purchase to broaden his mind concerning them. The second attribute we previously mentioned is omnipotence of God. This means that God has all power. As author W. Pink said, quote, He who cannot do what he will and perform all his pleasure cannot be God. End of quote. Found in his book on the attributes of God, page 50. God displayed his power in creation. Obviously, no one saw the creation, but we do see the evidence of that power as we study the creation as it is now. The scriptures declare, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Romans one twenty. There are many things in creation that are invisible, of which some are gravity, electricity, the mind, life, and other like things. Also, there are new discoveries continually of things which God made that were previously unknown. Many passages from the Holy Scriptures can be produced to verify the omnipotence, but we will supply only a few. One classic passage is found in Daniel 4.35, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. None can stay his hand, or say unto him, What doest thou? Even in a previous verse, it declared that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. Daniel 4.32 God declared that the prophet, or God declared by the prophet Isaiah regarding delivering Israel from Babylon of his power, quote, I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved, and I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God, yea, Before the day was, I am he, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea, and a path in the mighty waters 
I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. Isaiah 43, verses 11 through 15 and 25. Just as God has power to save and deliver Israel in the days of ancient Babylon, Christ equally saves everyone for whom he died. Jesus stated that he, the good shepherd, laid down his life for the sheep, and that he had the power not only to lay down his life, but that he would take it up again. John 10 verses 11 through 18. Romans 4.25 tells us that Christ was raised again for our justification. Therefore, he had the power to justify everyone for whom he died. He did not make salvation possible. He saved. Obviously, this attribute could be expanded, but we will limit our space regarding the subject at this time and move on to the next attribute previously mentioned. The attribute of omnipresence is one that is equally profound. Like all of the attributes of God, there is no limit to the presence of God. He is always everywhere present at all times. Just as God is all-knowing, that is, omniscient, and all-powerful, omnipotent, he has these attributes presently, always. There is no yesterday, today, or tomorrow with God. With him, everything is one eternal now. When Moses asked the Lord what his name was, the reply was, I am that I am. And the Lord further stated, Thus shalt thou say to the children of Israel, I am sent me unto you. Exodus 3.14 This simply means that there is no change in God and that he is presently now what he has presently always been and presently what he will always be. This means that What God determined in eternity to accomplish in creation, the power and knowledge resided in Him to do that. Equally, what resided in Him at that time is the same that resided in Him when Christ was on the cross and will be the same that resides in Him forever in eternity future. There is no change with God. With a brief understanding of these three attributes, omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence, it would be foolish to think that before creation God had no idea what he was going to do or what would happen after creation. Sad to say, but modern Christianity seems to think that God created the world and when man sinned in the garden that he needed to set up a way for man to be saved. It is further believed by many 
that under the Old Testament, salvation was accomplished by keeping the law of God. And under the New Testament, because of the death of Christ, man is saved by some kind of grace based on a common understanding of natural faith. These are false ideas as seen from having a proper understanding of the three attributes previously mentioned. God not only had a plan and purpose for creation in eternity, but he equally had a plan and purpose regarding the salvation of man at that time too, and that plan never changes. In the first chapter of Ephesians, Paul wrote concerning the glorious work of God in salvation. In verse 9, it says, quote, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. End of quote. Then in verse 11 declares, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Again, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. 2 Timothy 1.9 Obviously, many passages can be supplied regarding God having a purpose in eternity and that he had a purpose about salvation as well. This purpose was not some general plan for salvation. It was specific. Listen to another passage from the Word of God. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even our father Adam, for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger. Romans 9, verses 10 through 12. Even Jesus made it plain that the reason for his coming into the world was to redeem those that the Father had given him. John six thirty-five through 40. Yes, God had a plan, a purpose for creation and the salvation of man before the world was. This purpose of God is according to his omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence. Equally, all of the attributes are in harmony with each other in accomplishing his purpose. In closing, allow me to quote again the definition given in a previous podcast regarding salvation. Salvation is that all-inclusive word summing up all spiritual blessings bestowed by God on His elect people in Christ Jesus through the Holy Spirit. This wonderful word denotes perpetual deliverance beginning in the mind of God and experienced in the believer's life. Its highest claim is victory over sin, sorrow, and death. Its glorious and final reality is eternal life with Jesus Christ our Lord. This is common salvation, that is, it is common 
or it belongs to all the elect of God. Jude 3. Farewell until our next lesson. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Baptist Perspective. We archive our episodes so you can go back anytime and listen again. Do you have a question about something you've heard or just want to let us know you're listening? Visit us at baptistperspective.wordpress.com. That's baptistperspective.wordpress.com. Thanks again for listening.